Hi guys, welcome back to the Chelsea Spot. A slightly different podcast for you today. This is coming live from a Twitter space that we're recording and then uploading. Just found out the news um, from Fabrizio, amongst others, that it looks like Colwell will be leaving on a permanent. There's also some good things today, obviously, with Sterling, Kudabali, so on, which we'll probably discuss a little bit as well. But tensions are high, uh, opinions are high. We're going to get people chatting in here. So it should be a slightly different pod, but hopefully you enjoy it. So let's get going. Anybody who wants to speak, Parry will get you in. If you've got a question you want to send in and you don't want to speak because you don't want to feature on the pod, tweet it and Parry will read it out. Let's go. All right. Um, well, yeah. Well, first of all, Simon just said in the chat that my voice has cracked finally and I, it definitely hasn't. It's just in the last five days I've been had a little bit too much to drink. You've got that Zante. So, you've got that Zante yeah. I was, Zante I'm in Zante boys. Exactly. I'm on a lad's holiday, five days of booze, two day I'm on two hours of sleep at the moment. Let's go. So it's 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 not looking good, but we're here. Um so yeah, I mean I think I think we can obviously I mean we will talk about Sterling and Kula Bali and Kim Bembe. I mean it's all linked, um, at least the latter two. But yeah, to to Levi, but I think yeah, I mean Levi, Levi I mean First of all, I think I think we should give a bit of background on what we have sort of heard about Levi. And yeah. the the main thing which I think people have to recognise is that he wants to stay, or at least wanted to stay. That makes it worse. Um, that makes it so much worse. Which makes it so much worse. Because at least with Gerhi, you're like, okay, he saw from the get-go he wasn't getting a chance, so he, he fucked off. Um, the, same with, the same with Tino. Well, Tino's a bit different, but again, like he wanted to leave because he didn't see himself having a chance. Levi saw that he, an opportunity was there, and he thought it would be given to him, so that's why he wanted to stay. Yeah. But then he also wants he did, I full clarification he wants to say, but then I also have full clarification that up until last week, and this still could be the case. I haven't asked afterwards. He hadn't had any clarification from the club. Or Tuchel, that first of all, he was going on the US tour until probably one or two days before he found out. And secondly, um, whether he was in the plans for this season. Now, people are going to say, well, Tuchel's got pre-season to decide that for Levi. But Tuchel and the club should have 30, 40 games of watching him in the championship of him being the probably the best center, one of the best center back, top three center backs in the league at the age of nineteen, which he is the best center, he was the best center back in the league. I, I watched the ch- championship a lot because of following Forrest as well. He's comfortably the best center back in the, in the championship next season, comfortably by a long, exactly. long distance, by by a decent distance, best center back in the championship at the age of nineteen on loan. That is something which we have, I don't think we've ever heard before, ever. Yeah, the, since, the closest is, <laughs> since Mark Gurry, exactly what I was going to say. Um, and then there's also, I mean, I will, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name the clubs, but whilst, whilst this few weeks ago, whilst Levi had no idea what was going on with his future at the club, naturally he's gonna go and speak to a few others. There are two Premier League clubs who are definitely leading the race for him. One of them, that none of them are Crystal Palace, so thankfully we won't be seeing a Gerhi Colwell Crystal defense. Otherwise, I think that would actually be one probably. The, best defence in the That'd league in about two years' time. Do you, do you know which um, two clubs it is or are you just... I do know which two clubs they are and I'll, maybe I'll reveal it. I'll put it in the chat for you and I'll, I'll maybe reveal it at the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah um, put it in the chat and I'll tell you if it's two I think it's... Just put it in the... In why don't you take a guess? Why don't you take a guess? Do you want me to say it? Are you going to say... Well, okay, don't... Yeah, you can say it or not. I won't tell you whether it's right or not. Right, one of them's Forest, one of them's Southampton. Right. 
Okay, interesting. I'll, I'll I'll say you've got one or you got one out of two, correct? Ah, right, okay, cool, 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 cool. That's, um, that's a decent rate. That's a decent. He got Forest yeah. promoted with an own goal as well, so maybe low key. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fun, isn't it? Um, but yeah, but so that that's the case with Levi. Um, okay, yeah, I've seen the seen your message. Interesting. Uh, both of them would in, be good moves, especially the first one that you put. I think. Yeah, and I'm not really surprised that that club's very good at recruiting. It so would, I yeah, don't yeah. Think... yeah, it would make sense as well in terms of the football and stuff like that. So yeah, exactly. We'll maybe reveal that later. Um, but that's very very interesting. But um, yeah, it sounds like well, we've had uh, well, you had a message as well from somebody who we get can get information and stuff from as well, saying that the club need to fix up you when it comes to this situation because like you say, it's been messed around a little bit in terms of not even knowing if you're flying to LA. Yeah, can, yeah, a exactly. lad, you know not knowing if you're flying out to LA to a preseason until like a day or two before it happens. Um, exactly. And this is and this is the thing with Broder as well. Like Broder yeah. has said like it came out last week that he's not flying on tour but he'll join in next week and then Ornstein reveals yesterday that is due to his uncertainty around his future. And then he just decides to fly with Raheem Yeah but Sterling, Aspli- like, like why is Aspliqueta and Ziek there then? I know. Well, yeah, exactly. leaving. He's going to go Milan. Exactly. is probably going Barca. Alonso's there. He's probably leaving. Like, well, there, there is uncertainty with their future. And yet, Bruyne yeah. has uncertainty with his future and he didn't go. What's that about? How, what's the difference? I'll tell you what the difference is. It's that he's 19 and not 37 and a corpse on the pitch. That's the difference. Exactly. Like, just, and this, he, yeah. And this also this also goes back to the point of when people say, oh, he needs to prove himself he has. For, to get a chance in pre-season. First of all, he has. Secondly, when you signed Lukaku for 100 mil, did he need to prove himself? No. <laughs> because you, you watch Lukaku and you see what he did in the Serie A, so you're like, obviously he's going to play. It's the exact same as Levi in the Championship. Because he played less, a lot less minutes over the last three years than, than <laughs> exactly. like, Levi Colwell. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Um, but anyway, right back, back, back to Levi. I think there's, there's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, what, what was your instant reaction? I guess because the way I found out was I just, I basically had just tweeted saying if we sign Kimbembe, Ake, and Kudabali, I will cry of tears. And I, people weren't sure whether I was happy tears or sad tears. I made it very clear it was sad tears in response. Um, and then about two minutes later, my brother comes up laughing. He has notifications on for Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> so he comes up laughing in my room. I'm like, what's going on? We just signed Sterling and Koulibaly. And then he said, just refresh Twitter. I refresh Twitter and I, I honestly almost threw my phone. Um, yeah. But yeah, how, how, what was your instant reaction? Uh, I found out because in our uh, Chelsea group chat that we're in, the one that me, you, Sarah, I don't know if anybody else in this chat's in here. Um, there's loads of Chelsea fans in there. I can't remember who it was. It might have been... I can't remember who it was. Someone just put, someone just put like a depressing message, like something really short, like this club or some or shit club, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I was immediately like, yo, what? And the first thing you see on my timeline, yeah, was everything about it. So, but yeah, my immediate reaction, to be fair, I, I threw my dinner across the room. No, I'm joking. I, I, I didn't do that. But like, it was, um, <laughs> it's one of them. I'm actually, the worst part is I'm not surprised. I expected it. I've been actually saying, to people and I think I don't know if I said it on the pod but I've been saying to people um, the Colwell will go this summer I've been saying it I didn't expect him to play for Chelsea this season honestly I was hoping my heart wanted it but my head was that he's not going to happen and at this point I'm sorry to say it actually I'm not sorry to say it there's only one person you can blame it's Tuchel because the Gurhi one and the Cole, uh, sorry the ones that passed Livermento even as far back as Tomori and so on yeah maybe you can blame the club because if you know, X, Y, Z. It's a different owner. We're basically a new club in terms of the way we run. It's a different owner. 
So it's not the same people now. The only the only common denominator is Tuchel. He's not even giving him a chance. Tuchel's getting what he wants in this transfer window. That's clear. And what he wants is Colwell to be sold and to sign Kimpembe and Ake for a combined hundred million. I don't have a problem with signing Koulibaly. I think he's a top set back that improves us vastly here and now. And we have lost um, Rudiger, Christensen, probably Aspi, um, and you know recently other centre backs as well. Um, so I, I I think we're correct to sign one or two very good centre backs. I'm not saying we shouldn't sign anyone, we should just play Coldwell. But we're signing three centre-backs like that, spending, I mean, if you get if you add up Koulibaly, Kimpembe and Ake, you're spending close to 150 mil on centre-backs there. When you've just sold Tomori for 25, Gurhi for 18 last year, and then you, now you're going to let Coldwell go for less than 20 when you're not even giving him a chance. Fair enough, he's given him a chance and he, was, and he was shit, but that's not the case, he's not shit. And even if he was, you don't give him the chance to find out. You're not even giving him a preseason. You're just signing these players before even seeing him play. You're assuming you're assuming he's not good enough. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. it's, it, it's poor. Uh, Malang Sar still at the club. He's not even linked to an exit. And we can talk about oh yeah, but yeah, the reason why you know he's not getting the chance is because yes, we're not being able to offload Sar. It doesn't matter whether we offload Sar or not. It shouldn't matter because Cole was better. So he just go behind Cole in the pecking order. He's not blocking him because he should be ahead of him. So it's irrelevant. The departures are irrelevant. Um, so yeah I think pretty fuming but a bit interesting here other people's sports as well I don't think anyone's going to be that balanced Jeremy shout out Jeremy you're in here I see you Sarum's in here as well uh, anybody who wants yeah. to chat request Parry will accept some people I will I, remember if I you will come on and chat you. you are going on the pod this is recorded for the podcast so if you're coming on and chatting you will be on the pod so don't request if you don't want to be but you can send in questions as well tweet them uh, just at us and Parry can read them out if you don't want to speak exactly I will thoughts. be yeah just Exactly. Simon was just reminding me that I will be sharing some tweets around. Um, but yeah, I think I think the thing is with with Levi's that like, I think one left centre back signing is if it was like a world class player, you'd take it. Like you, you. I think I still think Levi would say. It. I think having two like I, I I'm a, I'm a fan of Kimbembe and, and I'm a fan of Ake in a sense. Like I think they're both like good players. I think they would do a decent job for us. But you're finding you're, you're getting two players of that level, and literally throwing Levi out when Levi, I can promise you now, has a higher potential than both of them arguably combined. I'm, yeah, I, I agree. And actually, do you know what it is? I'm not saying Cole will write this second is better than Ake. He might be, but I'm not saying he is. Right, fair enough. Let's say Ake, this exact second is better than Cole. Will. Yeah, but is he that much better? Where you'd actually like really benefit in terms of having him in the squad instead of Cole. I'm not an Ake hater. I don't have a problem with Ake. I, I don't mind a sign Ake. Exactly. Um, as long as it doesn't mean that Cole departs. I don't think you need to sign Ake and Kimpembe. Sign Ake and have Cole. Or sign Kimpembe and have Cole. Just don't sign. You don't need to sign both. But like, it's, it's not like we're, it's not like is comparable to let's say Malang Sar. I know he's going to get drugged a lot. Um, so I feel almost sorry for him. <laughs> it's not like he's going from Sar and we're upgrading massively to Ake because Sar literally isn't good enough. Cole is good enough and um, you know Ake maybe is slightly better but long term is better and he's good enough now to play so mm-hmm. you know we can play him uh, there's a question there Parry you go on you can read out yeah well I was just I was just reading out I just thought I've just seen this tweet now I, 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 I haven't really read the tweets either but it's just some questions Helgi have tweeted so I've butchered that name um, and I've just put the tweet so 
clearly, uh, well, I've just read the first line and it says, how is it Tuchel's fault if? So I'm assuming he's more on Tuchel's side. So I think this no, hold on. These, sorry, these questions from uh, Helgi Lozano, by the way. So if I'm interested in them in, uh, he has put in the brackets hypothetical questions. So I think he's putting exactly. those advocates. So it's not necessarily his opinion. He's just looking from that side. So. Exactly. So, which is which is really helpful for us. Um, so, his first question is: How is it Tuchel's fault if Colwell is impatient and wants to break through immediately? So, I think this is definitely where people have got to get it around that Levi does not want to play every single game of the season, and you have to get that around your heads. He wants the main thing is he wants an opportunity, and that is generally it because. At, at first, I was like, okay, you, should, you sort of need to guarantee him minutes to keep him around. But then someone mentioned it to me brilliantly in the fact that if you give him that opportunity, I have full faith in Levi that he will just take it and yeah. he will naturally make himself the starter. So you just need to give him that chance and he'll take it. I mean, I, they are comparable and they're not comparable. But if you look at Trev, the chance, first of all, was very close to not being given. Pretty lucky it was given in the fact that the Kunde deal somehow. If we signed Kunde, then he would have gone. He was close to leaving. Exactly. He was, on the, he was a day away um, from leaving. It was a day away from leaving. And to be honest, uh, I'm not totally convinced like he's going to be too happy with three centre backs being signed as well. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that I'm sure will come out later. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, with Levi, it's like if you give him the chance, I can promise you he'll be better than Malang Sar. And Malang Sar played 20 games last season. Levi clearly can play 30. Oh. And when you've got Silva next to him, Chile's next to him, like, that's the experience you want. And I don't know, I think it's just, it's just a massive mess. Um, so, Colwell is not being impatient. He is wanting to play. He absolutely wants to play for Chelsea, but he's seen what Gerhi's done. He's seen what Tamori's done. He's seen what Livermento's done. And he... He's absolutely on those guys' level, if not yeah. better. Yeah. The, the, um, so. yeah the sec- sorry, the second question from um, Helgi. So, despite the reservations, which I totally understand, how could you explain that Ake would be a bad signing with, with 100% assurance? Um, I don't think anyone's really saying Ake's a bad signing. Um, I think, like I say, he's a good player, he's versatile, and he can suit the system quite well. And he's left-footed centre-back, which is kind of something we need. Uh, you know, we've got one. Um, I think people are just saying it's not good enough of a signing that it would justify getting rid of Colwell for. It would be fine to make the signing and keep Colwell as well and have them both as those left centre-back options. You just don't need to sign both Ake and Kimpembe. Ake himself, I'm sure if we sign him and we don't look and we look at it um, exclusively rather than it's not going to affect with Colwell, Ake will probably be pretty decent. Uh, and he is 27, so, you know, same age as Sterling, he's in his prime, so I think Ake will do well. Uh, so I'm not, there's no, it, it's not Ake's fault and there's no, there's no, um, there's no thought that that's a bad signing. It's just that it's not like we're signing Maldini, so that yeah, fair enough. We're going to have to let Colwell go. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's yeah. not like that. And okay, it's 27. It's again slightly different with Koulibaly. I know it's a long long term deal, but with Silva being his last season, Koulibaly's 31 and is also right footed, like on the other side potentially. It's not seen as necessarily blocking anyone. Colwell seems to be getting blocked when actually he's getting blocked by players that aren't necessarily even as good as him, which is just completely unfair. Um, so, yeah, and then the third bit from Helgi, 
which isn't really well. It's a bit of a question, but it's quite long, so I'll just quickly read it out. Why are you causing panic just because of a piece of news in the early days of preseason? And if Colwell really wants to leave, why don't you expect to see if there is a buyback clause first? With all due respect, the narrative you've seen that episode of Academy loanies is world class, and that episode of incoming pathway blockers has to be thrown in the bin. I don't want to rush, but if a 19-year-old's camp puts pressure on a maximally ambitious club to give his client regular minutes without him touching ball for the first team, that's proper arrogance. Um, the I mean, that interesting point. I, I, I get some of them. Um, I don't think anyone claims 90% of academy pod loanies are, are world-class. Uh, I think, no disrespect to you, Helgi, um, people that follow the academy, there's, you know, 40, 50, 60 players and loads of them are out on loan. And most of them, we don't say, should be anywhere near the first team. Uh, guys like Darnell mm. Simeon was good in the academy. No one was really saying he should be getting into the Chelsea team. He's not at Southampton. Uh, if you look past a little bit from a few years ago, because it's been happening for a while, um, at the time when Tamori and those little breaking through, yeah, Jonathan Panzo, he's now at Forest and he's been loaned out to commentary. Um, you know, he again, we're not saying he was world class. Uh, I think at the time he was good and he had his loanies, but it happened. Mm-hmm. But 90%, you say 90%, um, it's not 90%. You don't see most of these players. The, the ones that you see are good enough to play, and also no one's saying they're world class, but there's no way you can justify this especially when you go and see that Gurhi's now in England National he's going to he's going to the Euros in December we just sold him to Palace for nothing Tino Livermento yeah bad knee injury but he's been one of the best right wing backs in the league Reese James was injured all season for us and we are playing Azblaqueta there we played Ruben Loftus cheek there you know what I mean we, you know these guys were, were mm. choosing to let go Ian Marks is going to be let go right now he's not even gone to LA Kennedy's out there as a, as a left wing back yeah. he, he, he got recorded in January he didn't play a minute he didn't play a minute he, he got yeah. recorded in January didn't play a minute. He's now on the preseason tour, and we're gonna—I don't know what we're gonna do with left wing, but we're gonna keep Alonso or something. Martinson was one of the Coventry's best players this season, uh, last season. He's definitely good enough to be a backup at left wing back. Um, also, again, the narrative uh, that ninety percent of incomings are pathway blockers—that's not 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 correct at all. Last season, it didn't work out. We all backed Lukaku signing, went terribly. Whereas, vice versa, what time he did. Um, but then, you look, how many of our big signings have been a success? I, I can't write them all off the top of my head, but our top 10 signings, we've got people like Kepa in there. We've got, you know, Lukaku in there. Um, Torres in there. Werner's in there. These are just not good enough. So it's not a case that, oh yeah, he's blocking him. It's like irrelevant to who he's blocking or whatever. You could just be blocking another signing rather than an academy grad. They're just Some of these players are just not good enough. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not, and it's, it's not 90%, we're not deluded. But if you've what we're talking specifically on Colwell, this guy is this guy is genuine. Uh, he's better than Gurhi, and Gurhi would be starting for Chelsea right now. Um, they both, you know, that's that, so that's it. Uh, and we regret that one. It was only a year ago, and uh, we're going to regret this one again if it goes through. Uh, another question Rob Lawman, a uh, friend of the pod, been on there a lot of times. Oh, sorry, not a question, he's just put this on Twitter. I just, yeah, I thought it was an interesting thread, and I'd, I'd have a I'd recommend having a read of it because I think he sums it up really well. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I just as you were as you were talking about it, I, I I've got up the Chelsea's ten most expensive signings, um, yeah. and I, well, I'll make it nine because Sterling is in this list. And yeah, we don't know yeah. First of all, I know that we're all doom and gloom at Chelsea, but I just want to add because we're not going to talk about it much because we just won't. 
Uh, Sterling's a great signing. Koulibaly's a great signing. Very happy with those. Mm. I'm sure in a future pod or articles or something, we will talk about that. Absolutely buzzing for them. I, I'm a big Sterling fan. We're Koulibaly fans. We don't have a problem with signing these players. In fact, we have the opposite. We're very happy about signing these players. So I know it's doom and gloom. It would have been a completely different um, pod and, and space if we were just talking about that because we're happy with that. But right now, the mood and the subject is cold. Exactly. It's Levi. And it's sort of come out in all in the last two hours. So. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. But yeah, as you were saying, the, the, sort of on the 90% of incomings, blocking, coming, blah, 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 all of that. So the, the, the first, the most expensive is Romelu Lukaku, who has gone on loan one season later. Um, he is in the Chelsea loan army. He is in the same status as Jamie Cumming. Um, yep. So there we are. That's 97.7 mil. Um, then you have Kai Havertz. I th- I th- good good sign like good He's not sign a flop obviously yet. so f- not a flop yet we so far we haven't definitely seen the best of him yes he scored in the Champions League final thank you for that but there's more to come from Kai but you can't call that a flop like Lukaku for example number three Kepa flop seventy one mil flop number four Morata sixty flop. mil flop number five Pulisic fifty seven flop, flop. Number six, Torres, 50. Flop, minus winning the corner in the Champions League final. Number seven, Jorginho, 50. Flop, I'm sorry, it's flop. I, I mean, I to be fair, I think a lot of the people in here are, are lack of them fans like us, so probably won't get hate for the people in the space right now. But I mean, I'm sorry, that's a flop, 50 mil. I'm sorry. I think we haven't seen 50 mils worth. I think we've seen like a, a decent squad player who has had probably in total one and a half good season out of a good four or five maybe less as well um, it'll be interesting to see this season though if he stays um, whether he does yeah. block quote unquote, unquote the likes of Gallagher exactly um, well yeah he's got one year left on his contract and by the recent interview it sounds like he's very happy here, so. yeah leave dog let's see exactly and then there's two more um, one of them is Ben Chilwell, 45. Okay, signing, I yeah. think so far it's shown to be a good signing. And the last one is Timo Werner, yep, um, 47.5 mil, who, should, who will probably be leaving this summer as well. Um, so, all in all, maybe we should start trusting the academy. Well, and also, if you look um, at the players that in, the, in a similar window to a lot of the... Not windows in literally that transfer window, but in the similar two or three years that a lot of those players were signed, the players from the academy that we have let go are, yeah, Tamori, Tammy. Livermento, Gerhi, potentially now Colwell. Um, Gallagher is obviously still here on loan. Uh, sorry, he was out on loan, but he, he's still here, so he hasn't gone. But we arguably could have used him last season at points as well, um, amongst others. So, and, they, and they've all undoubtedly done better things than those signings. So you can say 90% of them are pathway blockers and you know, we exaggerate by saying how good these academy players are. These guys are out on loan playing for worse teams and playing better than our players. Um, mm-hmm. and there's a few factors for that but it just shows that the quality is there so why aren't we learning from mistakes why isn't Tuchel learning from mistakes sometimes in circumstantial things but like like we said earlier we know for a fact to leave I want, wanted or wants to stay he has not said I want to leave so yep. there's no one else it's not that he's asked to leave it's not that he's asked he doesn't you know, back himself to get in the team he wants to, he wants to be at Chelsea this season and yet they're going to sell him so yeah exactly. I keep requesting keep and... stuff in as well Key question. I will accept you, list the guys who have questions to speak just in a bit. We just want to wrap things up between us two. But um, 
it has just come out as well that Burnley under Vincent Company are very interested in Ian Martson. And there's yeah. that's the Telegraph. That's as well as again. There's a few. There's a few reports from Netherlands saying he's already chosen them. Um, so yeah. that's another one off. Um, and well, Martson actually, well, Feyenoord and a Dortmund deals were looking both were looking pretty likely at least one of them but he wanted to stick around actually and um, see what he could do under Tuchel he then hasn't even been taken on the tour again and Alonso to... who has uncertainty of his future has and Kennedy who didn't, hasn't played a minute <laughs> and surely will be on the transfer list has been taken and Watson no chance to exactly. even in training and, in and it's not like exactly and it's not like that we know for Loftus-Cheek Kante and Dujon Sterling there is an excuse and that hasn't all been all revealed with co- with um, vaccination status I can say that is not the case with Ian Martin just hasn't been chosen apparently Dujon Sterling is um, up for sale as well anyway though, so he's going to probably well yeah I wouldn't be surprised with that either um, but I mean, um, a guy in our chat, i.e., did mention it before. And do we really think Ake would agree personal stern terms, knowing also Kimbembe, a left-sided centre back, would come? Like, do we think? Do we think we really are that stupid to buy those three centre backs? I think Kimbembe and Ake are both the same age as well, so it's not even like Ake would be like, "Oh yeah, I'll agree," because Kimbembe will only be here for a couple of years. I think they're both twenty-seven. So they're both back for yeah. like five, six years to still be a top player. So um, yeah, slightly weird, but maybe like Ake's going to play left back. Maybe Chilwell's finished. Wouldn't be surprised, mate. Wouldn't be surprised. Maybe Chilwell's finished. He's, he's English and a bit young, so he's probably finished, mate. Probably been sold. Um, no, but I don't know. I don't know. But the reports yeah. suggest that Ake's going to happen. I, I, I've got. I don't think Kim Pembe will happen to be honest. But the, the reports saying that it might. Well, like, that's the thing. It, I mean, Ornstein's coming up with it, like. This is yeah, but it's only that we're interested. There's no true. If you notice, I mean, it said in talks to sign, yeah. in talks yeah, to yeah, sign. That's that we're interested. But if you notice with the signings we've made so far, Koulibaly, uh, and uh, we've not made the signing yet, but um, the Ake one, the the news that's come out is literally we've agreed personal terms. They've said yes mm. to a move before we've even discussed yeah. it with their club. That's true. Kimpembe doesn't like we've agreed terms with him, so it's not necessarily he's not necessarily even interested. I'm sure he would be. But it's maybe yeah. slightly different. I, you will have to see on that one. This, it, but there's very slow reports. It would be weird if we signed both and Kulabali. It would uh, be very weird. But... And also, also that does remind me. If it's a, it's a, it's a hypothetical at the moment. If we did sign Declan Rice, he very much can play in the middle centre back role in a three at the back. Yeah. Um, and that is the cover you would need if you needed it. Because realistically, if you were to sign Kimbembe and Ake, you're only playing one of them once. Um, and then you're using the other as cover, whereas you'd much prefer to sign Declan Rice, who will play in midfield and start for us week in, week out, and then can cover in defence. Um, so it's there. I think. I think the thing. I think. I. I want to say Fabrizio is waffling because it is generally delusional, but I, it's Fabrizio. I, like, I, don't, I don't think he's maybe waffling. Like one of those left footers, long term plans to play in the middle when Silver leaves, Kukubal in the right, and the other left foot on the. Well, that's the, left, the thing, yeah. Like Kimpembe I mean, in the middle, but I don't know if he's ever done that. Although, also, the, a lot of people that, again, are fairly reliable say that Tuchel was planning on switching to a back four this season. So, like, literally, yeah. what we're doing. Why are we signing three centre-backs? Chalabar's already there exactly. as well. Ampadu. Oh, Ethan, yeah. Ampadu, yeah, yeah. Ethan. there. He's good. He's literally good. If you want to... You've got Koulibaly, Silva, Kimpembe, Ake... I mean, we, we were interested in Koundé, who's a five-at-the-back player. What happens when he goes to four-at-the-back? Chalobah. By the way, Chalobah didn't put a foot wrong last season. He's going to get cut out right now, you know. 
He's he's gonna get. He's yeah. not playing next season. I'm telling you. He he'll, he'll well, all, leave all next summer. All I'm gonna all I'm gonna say is when he was asked to play for the twenty threes, their camp was not happy for, and absolutely should be the case. Like you, they, I can't believe. I mean, it makes sense. I get that. Yeah, we needed to stay up, and he he did help in the match. He was one of the best players on the pitch, and he made a goal on clearance. Blah blah blah. But but like. Come on. I mean, it obviously, it's not going to... I know just because he signed a contract before and just sort of, like, using him. You would never ask Mason or Reese to play. You would you? So in what... He's not as good. Yeah. Did you ask Christensen, to, who was... He's not as good. Anyway. You know, he's not, he wanted to leave the club. He didn't ask Rudiger to play. It's just... Uh, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried about... I'm also worried about Trev's future now a little bit. I think bit. he'll leave um, next summer. Um, I can see that. He, he won't leave that. now, especially, you know, since the situation we want more defenders um, yeah. and I think Tuchel will rate him enough to have him in the squad clearly but I don't for some reason even though he didn't really put a foot wrong last season and the stats prove it I know we're like you know he likes his fucking stats or whatever I think in terms of win win rate and clean sheet with Chalabar playing or starting last season it was better than any of the other defenders um, exactly. And but I think this summer this season sorry he'll find his minutes limited wrongly because he deserves the minutes um, and I wouldn't be surprised if next summer he decides to Get the hell out of those roles, depending on who the coach is. Depends on how the season goes because you never know. Although Bowley's a exactly. new, new uh, owner and he's probably not as ruthless as well, Abramovich, so maybe finishing like seventh will be fine in his eyes. We'll have to we'll have to see. But <laughs> we'll have to IBB, see. I see you we in here. Shout out! IBB. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Raf and Enes on. Um, okay. We've we've heard we've heard from Raf before many times on this space. Um, just let you two know this is being recorded on the podcast, so. Yeah, it will be going. Well, we're not editing platforms. it, so whatever you say is going in. So if you don't want anything going in, don't talk, don't don't request. Exactly. So I'm gonna accept you now, and let's have a go. All right, lads. Hello, you up, mate? What are you saying? They're connecting. They're still connecting. Raff, Raff, Raff. Connect. Raff. I know Raph. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, mate. You're right. Um. All right. <laughs> You should have seen my space. If you, if you want to know, I'll, I'll, did you record it? Did you record it? No. Uh, I didn't record it, but it. I've sent quite a few. Uh, quite a few people from my space have joined here now. I told them before I leave. Was that the one that I'm was titled "Head on a Pike"? <laughs> no comment. Yeah, <laughs> no <that> comment. <laughs> yeah, I, saw that. I didn't join, but I saw that. I saw that. I Anyway, go on then. Go on then. What you saying? This is going to be on the pod, so go on. What you saying? You can say anything. though. we're not. We, we don't care what you say. Pod, you say what you want. Uh, I think it's um, to to be cri- critically honest. I think is the most incompetent thing someone could have done in this situation, at least because if you really did need a midfielder, then at the very least <laughs> you have the money for it, and you've got someone who you can potentially use. Just as, for example, you don't, I'm not saying use this guy, start him all the time, but Malang Sar got minutes last year. You could use him for that type of minutes. You don't need to bring in three other centre-backs. Yeah, I mean, also the other thing, I think you, you were kind of touched on it there, Raph. Um, reports and stuff like that, you know, could quite clearly want Declan Rice. We're about to drop 150 mil on three centre-backs. When you've got the likes of Colwell at the club, you could save some money on those centre backs if you trusted Colwell a bit more. Then maybe you could buy someone like Declan Rice with that money, who surely is almost more of a priority than like Ake or Kimpembe. 
Um, so it's crazy to me. Enes, what, what are you saying? The thing that annoys me is that he's literally better than two of those guys. What? what sorry, which two? Which two are you talking about? Okay, and King Pember. Yeah, what, he's better than those two, do you think, Colwell? I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, no, I think he, think he, he might be. Well, I think, it, obviously, it's hard to say literally he is because them two are Champions League experience stuff right this second, but uh, so based on that evidence alone, it's hard to say, although I agree he probably actually is. Um, but he's definitely not so much worse currently that it's worth getting rid of him to bring them in. Even if he's 10% worse than them right now, it'll be worth having like, The thing is, even if, he, let's say, he isn't like due to championship experience, only one season in the Premier League and you know, people will realise that he actually is. Yeah, and, and also, and the, it is, sorry, honestly. looking at his game, like what he has compared to these players. Yeah. Completely. Just the way he defends or how he's on the ball, incredible. like you can tell the difference. Yeah, incredible, and also the the championship is one of the best leagues to recruit from. Obviously, we're not recruiting; he literally already plays for it after doing him. <laughs> but the championship is one of the best leagues to recruit from. So I'm not even just talking about returning loanees. People that are getting signed from that league, um, completely irrelevant in different positions, but people like Eberich Jesse and, and Michael Anise, and guys that are down there right now who are being looked at by Premier clubs like Elias Chair, um, Brennan Johnson who's just come up, you know, these are all top players who quite literally are better than guys that we can go and sign from, you know, other leagues and stuff as well. Um, and we don't even have to sign Colwell. It's, you know, uh, it's honestly one of those where if we had this kind of incompetence in charge at the time and maybe didn't have a transfer ban at the time, maybe Lampard wasn't here at the time, Reece James and Mason Mount wouldn't be at this club. And they're the best two players. They're the, 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 the team's best two players. So if you can't learn from that, you can't learn from where... Gerhi, I'm sorry to keep repeating it, but like Gerhi, Livermento, Tamori, Tammy, these guys have gone on to do since leaving. Compared to the players that we've had at the club over them, then yeah, it's it spells incompetence to me. Peter, you out, mate? What are you saying? I'm devastated. Honestly, you, I am. Are you Welsh? No, I'm not. I'm Bulgarian. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I didn't get your accent there. <laughs> yeah, go on, <laughs> nah, mate, no worries. Yeah, I'm just devastated. I think it makes no sense. For all parties involved, well, yeah. for Levi's, if we get three centre backs, then yeah, it make complete sense for him to leave. But I just don't understand why. I don't understand why we'd need three centre backs when you've got. Well, he's not ready, ready, but he will be with time. Yeah, to be honest, and I, you've I, got he is, re- he is ready. I I know he's ready. To me, he's ready. Maybe yeah. you, you have an argument that maybe he's not entirely ready, but to me, he is. Yeah, he was probably the best defender in the championship last year. I'm sorry, but that's a fact. Yeah, and, and that's my thing. Like he came in as an 18-year-old, joining a club that was even expected to maybe fight relegation, and he ended up being a key member for for a promotion fight. Like he was their best. I player. I don't get how people don't realize how massive that is. Like, you you can't just be better than that. And even then, even then, even if you. If you have like the counter argument where you say he doesn't have the experience, you're signing players who aren't really that much better. Like I'm sorry, Kim Pembe's had one season under his belt that you could really say was world class. Yeah, exactly. And Ake, I'm sorry, like I like Ake, you know I've justified the move. Yeah. But but at least get one of those and then just show him a pathway. You're not showing one of the best, if not the best under twenties centre back a pathway. Exactly. He yeah. shouldn't even need to be Shown that he shouldn't need to be assessed in preseason, which we're not even doing. He's not even going to, there's nothing going to play. They're just going to try and sign three centre backs before even watching him. He should be 
you should have learned enough from seeing what he's done last season to justify not going to spend in 60 mil on Kimpembe or 45 mil on Ake. I agree. Yes, I'm one of them. I don't think either of them are bad players. I think they're both, um, as, a, as a separate thing to the Colwell thing, let's say if we didn't have Colwell, if it didn't affect us at all, then um, I think they're both good signings. So they're, they're, they are good players, but like, they're, like I said, they're not so much better as improved the team so much more that it justifies that gain of Colwell. When people only talk about the long-term and development and giving them opportunity, I raised this for someone else the other day, you're forgetting even he. it's beneficial to Chelsea to play Colwell now. He's good now. It's beneficial to Chelsea to play him now. It's not even about developing and you need to give him time. He'll improve the team exactly. now. He will literally improve the team now. So, it's not even like you need to, oh, they just don't have patience and need to win Cups now. Yeah, they can win it with him there. They can. He's. Be- I'm sorry, he's better. Like, last season, Christian- Christensen is really not better than Gerhi, like Gerhi. He's not better. But it was him that we sold. It was Gerhi that we sold. And now you're getting a similar thing, you know, with Colwell going. It doesn't make any sense. It, it just doesn't make sense. And I like, like, um, I think Raf said earlier, you can save that money and put it into a position like, you know, they, apparently they're desperate to get Declan Rice, but they ain't got the money or whatever. You can, you can save that money and, and put it there, and then get you know get one of those players in, and you can even use them. Um, even then, if you're thinking, oh, the squad's a bit light, you've got obviously Chalabers there. People are forgetting he was class last season. Maybe Ampadu can do a job just as a fifth choice centre back or something, or, or even more. He, he can prove himself. He's still a good player. So I've said that. Like, why why can't you? Even use Ampadu in worst case scenario. Like there are talks about us moving to back four, and then you end up signing three centre backs. And also, uh, one thing I want to say: this argument, oh no, actually, uh, how we always need to see these players at other clubs first, like Gurhi, Livermento. Like just watching these players, I can tell that they're ready for this level. Like it's easy to say, uh, your Hudson Odois or Livermento. They came from the under Fanny Freeze, but I still knew they were ready for us. Like with Gohi, one championship loan was enough to convince me. And same with Levi. Hey, why do we always have to see these guys at another club impressing before we realize, like, yeah, oh, these guys are actually good enough for this level? It always needs to be at another club. I, and then we end up regretting it. I think the main and thing that we're need, trying to point you see out. These experts. Yeah, I think the main thing people are pointing out is that Tuchel, in, in regards to his actual plan, his actual, we don't know what it is. Like we, we don't know what he really wants. We don't know what he's going to go and do. And I'm telling also, you, he's confused. He's confused. And also, <laughs> and also, like, let's keep it. Let's keep it a buck, right? This man last year. This is not. This is no type of agenda or anything. But let's keep it objective. We signed someone for one hundred million pounds, and he performed like that. Like, come on! It, and he's shown time and time again that he's not the best at pointing out, "Hey, this is a good, this is a good player here. This player might not be the best for me." He hasn't really. He's shown that time and time again. So I don't get why, when someone says that, people try and get mad about it. It's just, a, it's just a fact. He, he's yeah. not. He, he's. <laughs> Come on, I, I I don't know what else to say for people to actually wake up and see it. Like yeah. I've had enough of every single time people trying to suppress an idea that maybe Tuchel's not all perfect. We are allowed to critique him. Exactly. Like seriously, you can you can say how how good of a of a tactician he is or whatever, for how much you trust him in like a big game to win us. 
But you can still criticize him for these dumb decisions he makes about letting someone leave or who he wants to sign. Like even for Klopp, Guardiola, like they don't make the perfect decisions in with these transfers. But only here we we have to completely back the manager for what? Like what has he proven at PC or even at Dortmund that he deserves all the trust? Yeah, I, 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 sorry, I'm just gonna. I'm, I have a huge talking, and I agree with everything you love said. And it, it just came up. I've got four things written down, um, which are sort of like thought on the way. Um, and also, I, I do see a couple of guys with requests which I will accept after. But firstly, it is ridiculous that we're having this exact same conversation one summer later. Like, I, how have we not realized? I mean, I remember same time last year going absolutely nuts um, at Tino, Lewis and Miles training with the 16s. I can understand Bate and Miles Park Harrison, for example, leaving the club. I get that. Lewis had Billy ahead of him like that's quite simply and Miles probably wasn't ever really going to play for Chelsea. I don't mind that. But they trained with the under 16s. Now, okay, Levi isn't training with the under-16s, which arguably makes it worse because that makes me on to my second point that Tuchel has now seen Levi for roughly a week in training. And, and he knew him from before. He, he knew, knew him, him from before. before. Yeah, he trained, he trained before. And I can tell you now, Levi impressed Tuchel in training before. And Levi... Uh, can I say that? I'm not going to say that. Um, ignore that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that. Um, Levi... Yeah, Levi impressed Tuchel... And he's had a week after that season loan in the championship, and Tuchel still wants two left centre backs. What's going on? Like, what is actually going on there? Well, um, you know, that's why I think like maybe uh, how we need to see it is that he's simply someone who, like, with these assessing things, I just think it's more an opportunistic thing. Like, if he can't get a certain deal done, yeah, then then maybe he will get a chance. Yeah, but. If that's not the case, I just think he rather ignores them. Yeah, that, well, that's like, what happened that, with that's Kuna, that's I And I think I think we've also got to recognise that also Pep and Pep and Klopp sometimes like make targets. Like it says, oh, Pep wants this guy, Klopp wants this guy, which uh, which I'm like, oh, that's a bit interesting. But then the club never makes the signings because like they talk. Like, I feel like they, I don't know, they advise so well the managers, and they they do get who the manager truly wants and. If Tuchel, well, the thing is, I don't think we can do that with Tuchel because Tuchel wants Kim Bempe and Ake, according to reports, which is just stupid. Um, and then that, that leads me on to my last point that last summer, I can tell you now, it was Tuchel's assistant who was pushing for Chuamani the whole time. And basically, Tuchel, like, he wasn't convinced that Chuamani would be able to provide him with the help he needed that last season. It was Tuchel's assistant who was pushing for that deal, who was saying Chuamani, Chuamani, Chuamani. Come a season later, he's playing for Real Madrid and they signed him for what, 60, 70, I can't remember. When we could have signed him to 28 last we year. Have, yeah, we could have signed him for about 30 <laughs> That that those are the 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 decision. Whoa, I'm sorry. The decisions you simply like you can't fully back the manager for that. No, there's got to be at some point where he can be overruled and uh, and that yeah. as well. Guys, uh, cheers to Peter and as rough as well. We'll keep keep your speakers. But I'm interested if there's anybody like with a, 
like opposing opinions who wants to chat because obviously we're all kind of agreeing at the minute, which is good. But if there's anyone opposing, wants to chat, remember it's coming. It'll be on the pod. So if you, if, as long as you're happy for it to yeah. be on there, if you request, do, if you um, are, yeah, just give a give a wave and give a request. Or I'll tweet, try and find you. Tweet or us or something, and we can put it in here and read it out, or the question, or, or whatever you want to say. We can say that your dar's in is in here as well, Harry. How are you doing? We'll get Harry on. Yeah, Let's Harry. See what Harry's got to say. See what you're saying. He'll probably agree with us. Yeah, um, Harry. Harry's agreeing. Harry's yeah, yeah, agreeing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, obviously, Harry. Harry. Um, apart from just echoing what we've what we've just said, because we'll just waffle on. You know, we've got about half hour left because we need to go watch Love Island, obviously. Um, what? Uh, like, what? What are you saying? It's a. I, I think that you know I was speaking earlier with Raf, and I think where the club is sort of between a rock and a hard place right now is the way in which the takeovers happened in a a manner where it's gone on five times quicker than it say normally would. Um, yeah. We're in this position where you've got a, a new owner that's come in and trying to do everything and trying to stamp his authority and, and he's gone, right, well, we need to start winning. And that's not to say that we haven't been over the last 10 years, but he obviously doesn't want to come in and and um, and sort of get exposed for poor ownership when he's seemingly successful in America. So I think he's come in. He's gone. If you look at the way in which the signings are coming in now, they're obviously more for a a, a shorter term fix, win now mentality. It kind of looks like with the the experience that's coming in. So I, I think it's sort of having some issues. Um, in, in maybe looking slightly further forward where I think we were, uh, you know, going beforehand with, with, with Frank and then, um, you know, how it was kind of looking last year with, with, with Trevor coming in. So I, I think that's the, the sort of position where Todd is going that we, we need to start winning now sign plays. I, you know, I, I don't know this is gospel obviously, but as in, it kind of looks like that's, that's how it's going to get excused. Um, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's a shame, really, especially when you see people um, say stuff like, oh, well, you know, they're, they're not Chelsea calibre. I never really understand this. They're not Chelsea calibre argument, because if you're going to say what is Chelsea calibre, that means you can only sign players that are winning the Champions League every year or winning the Premier League every year. Um, and and you, you see like the club interest in someone like Max Kilman, that's fine, but he went straight into the top level, having been playing in the National League, uh, and now and, and now people go, oh, let's go spend forty million on him. Like, it, where's the logic? It's it doesn't work. Um, that, that's my point with with our fans always needing to see these plays that another club doing what they do, and then we might spend for uh, we spend big money on these players instead of giving our own a chance, like. He's already proven himself in championship. And then still, you need to see him first at Premier League level. Like, that will be a massive difference in terms of intensity or, you know, how physical the league is. And that's my point. Like, these players have certain abilities. Like, where, what, whatever level you put them in, they'll always perform in a similar way. So There's certain players, so you can see their quality regardless of the league they're in. Exactly. And with Levi, he will literally play... At a club who's proven to, you know, use defenders very well, centre backs who always, you know, even look better than they may be. And with Levi, like the ability he has on the ball is something that most centre backs at this club right now don't even have, you know, as good. 
And it's not just that, like his defending. I don't know if people, you know, who, who haven't watched him closely, notice how how much he, for example, uses his right foot for left uh, left footed centre back into for defending as well. Like most left footed centre backs, they don't even use their right foot that much. But that's something I've noticed with Levi. He, he uses it so much to defend. Like it's such an impressive thing, and that's what you know also um, separates him from other left left footed centre backs for me. And so I think people just need to ignore all this experience nonsense or that he maybe needs to prove himself somewhere else before he deserves to come back. Yeah. Because it was the same at Reese. All these centre-backs didn't have experience. Thiago Silva didn't have experience at one point. You know, it's the same for every single player. They they all come from an academy from a lower league. You just need a chance. Exactly. This is my point. As in, like, you know, how is any player ever going to become a someone if they're not given a chance like people go why would we sign this player he's never played Champions League football before but every player at some point has never played Champions League football before they have to be given that opportunity and you can't get that everywhere so you know these are completely nonsensical arguments that people come out with and and I think that's what's just so tiring when you look at it you think if you at least give them a chance based on their potential and what we have seen so far it's a no-brainer uh, once again, once again, I think people, we need to make this clear as well. We're not saying that Levi Cole should slot straight into the team. And to be honest with you, my main grief isn't actually with the fact that it could be Cole leaving, even though it will be upsetting. It's the the manner of it. The what is the the logic behind it? Why are we going for th- three centre backs in the first place? Three centre backs can play left centre back, <laughs> two left footed centre backs. It, it makes no sense to me. And Boys. maybe, let's say Ake ends up playing left-back in that weird 4-3-3 shape that we were playing uh, last year. Still, it's, it, to me, it's like, you can actually give this guy a chance rather than spending $45 million and giving that money to a rival. Granted, they may not need that money that much, but still, you, I don't get the, the logic behind it. Yeah, okay, Raf, uh, NS, cheers for that, boys. Uh, Jay wants to chat. Jay, I'll follow you um, on my personal account. I'm pretty sure... Um, you have like maybe a slightly different opinion or a balanced opinion, so it'll be interesting to hear what you're saying, mate. Yeah, it's just um, like I'm I'm with most people in terms of thinking that Cole was ready. I don't think um, like I'm, I made an eleven the other day on another pod, and um, I actually had him in my eleven to start this season, only because yeah. I think um, it's probably a good opportunity in terms of expectations and stuff like that, um, to probably get a youngster in, like people like Brozier, Gallagher. To, to be clear, the only three youngsters we should be talking about this season, and it's going to sound kind of harsh, but it is kind of true as well, if we're all being honest, the only three youngsters we should be talking about this season is Colwell, Gallagher and Brozier. I just want to make yeah. that clear. Like, any other names that come up, I think it's just, you know, it's it's like an outside chance. But realistically, the three that we should be focusing on, on top of the fact that we've got, like, at least four or five already in there, in the squad already, is, is Brozier, Brozier, Gallagher and Colwell. <clears throat> with Colwell, I think 100% he's, he's easily somebody that could start for us and somebody that could, could give us like important minutes in the season, contributing to us getting top four or fighting for even you know close to Liverpool and City, whatever it is, I think he's capable. Coming from a different angle, though, I read obviously I've read reports about going to, going to a back four or transitioning to a back four throughout the season. So that, to me, sounds like we'll start off with a three and what will happen is in certain games, like like Tuchel did last season, he'll try to go to a four against opposition where he feels like probably we're going to dominate, 
maybe have a little bit more of the ball and then try and get, you know, I don't know, try to be a bit more attacking. And he's trying to get players in that I think suit suit this system as well so they can do both. My thing is, if you look at it like this, we've lost Rudiger. I think we might lose Aspie and we've already lost Christensen. That's already three centre-backs. So if we're just going off numbers, purely numbers, that's three in, three out. Without Cole, obviously, yeah? That's three in, three out in terms of purchases and in terms of like who we've lost. If you go one further, next season, I think we're pretty much all on the same page and thinking that it will probably be Thiago Silva's last season. So Thiago Silva's also going to leave. Massive, massive hole, by the way, as well. Even yeah. with Koulibaly here. <clears throat> um, and then, if you go to a back four, he's still going to be at the club. But in terms of him being an option, I don't think Trev's an option. Like I, I'm pretty certain, like I, I can almost say 90% sure, Trev will not be an option if you go to a back four. He will not be an option for any position. Right back, centre back. Like I know he's played there, but in terms of who we will have at the club, he will not get a sniff. Like I'm pretty confident in saying that. So if I'm Levi mm. Colwell, if I'm Levi Colwell, I'm I'm a big believer in obviously as well as a player when you know your own ability. I think you have a responsibility to also assess the situation. Now the situations beforehand were a little bit different. Gahi um, was was well within his rights to leave. I think that was the best decision he could make. Um, he was fighting with Champions League winners at the time as well, and I think it was pretty clear that Rudiger was was Tuchel's guy. So going from that, you just straight away you just don't even take the chance. With Colwell, I'm looking at who I'm who I'm fighting against. If I if I come back from a Prem loan, a good one like like a Mark Gurry, for example, for Palace in his first season, if Colwell go and does that and he comes back and he comes back to this team. He's got in front of him in a back four. I'd say he's only got in front of him. He's got Koulibaly, possibly Kimpembe. And then he's probably got, in terms of who can play a back four, Ake. And yeah. if he has a good Prem loan, I think he'll be in front of Ake, just based off having a good Prem season. So so with with that being said, in his, in, and his age, a Prem loan for him wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I think a Prem loan actually would, would benefit him in a way where he doesn't have to faff around with his minutes. Consistency is a big thing. Momentum is a big thing for young, for young players as well. And I think people forget this. It's not just about getting minutes and getting experience. Momentum is crucial at a young age. Uh, you've seen it with Josh McEachern, for example. Josh McEachern came into the team. He started getting minutes, started getting rating from like, like rated very early on. Manager gave him a few appearances, like not even a few appearances, like probably a couple of appearances here and there. But because he lost momentum, with his with his trajectory, he, that's the real reason why Josh McEachern didn't make it to the level that he was meant to make it. Momentum more than anything, because he didn't ride the he didn't really ride the wave. Do you get what I'm saying? He decided to stay at Chelsea, go on these other loans that that eventually just got worse and worse and worse. And I think for Colwell, I think being at 19 and having that great season at, at Huddersfield, I think what you do from here on, don't make no hasty decisions because the guys that are in front of you they're not good enough to do that. Do you get what I mean? And and the circumstances. They're not. They're not. Um, they're not the same as like Tino Livramento trying to fight with Reese James. That's a mad challenge. That's a crazy, crazy challenge. And you'd argue that even with Reese James, he's so versatile that Tino Livramento probably looked at him and thought, "Right, he's probably a better right back than me, but I'm probably a better wing back than him." And it's a bit. It gets a bit techy because even now you look at James, he's probably our best player playing at wing back. 
So like yeah. I get it, I get Tino's, I get Tino Livermento's um, thing. Obviously, with other stuff, we all know there's other stuff that other reasons why I left. And then with Gahi, like I said, the whole Rudiger thing and winning the Champions League, that's a completely different scenario. With with Levi Cole now, I, I just think there's a little bit more there for him to hang on to enough with his age and everything like that for him to say, you know what, I'm going to back myself. Um, backing himself could be leaving as well, by the way. I'm not saying that he's not backing himself by leaving, but if he's going to back himself to play for Chelsea, then I'm saying he should do that, go for a Prem loan. And if they try to violate, worse comes to worse, whichever Prem club he goes to, they'll be snapping him up straight away. You can almost guarantee that. So you see, he, he can't really lose. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. He, can't, he yeah. can't really lose in that situation. Whereas the others, they could lose like interest from people that they had to move when they, when they got the chance to move. But with, with Levi, I just think his advisors should be a little bit smart about this situation. They should assess the situation because if fans are not happy with the players, there's a good chance that one of them players is going to fuck up. And if they do, he, he needs to be there ready to take that chance because if he's not there then he, he, he's not going to get the chance either way do you know what I mean so I just think he should stay around just for one more season I'm not asking him to stay around for like a five year deal or anything like that he's on a long deal anyway do you know what I mean he, I think he just signed one just like last year or the year before 2025 I think or 2024 yeah deal, so. exactly so so one more one more season one more season that's all I'd ask from him in terms of being a big fan for, for, from Cole and, and trusting in his ability I'd say one more season and, and that has to be on the grounds of having a Prem loan nothing else a Prem yeah, loan I... of his choice that he thinks can benefit his game and benefit like him coming back into this Chelsea side if they yeah, can agree, agree on that then yeah I agree with what you're saying Jay yeah, I think that's a, obviously a pretty well balanced opinion I think one thing on the loan that's my this is just my opinion but I do think there are people that agree as well although I agree with you that a Prem loan um, might work out well because he would he definitely would do well um, and then it might bode well better for him you know next season when you know Thiago Silva and that's going and, and maybe someone like Chalabar's out the picture which I don't think Chalabar deserves to be out the picture but like you say there I get your point with the back four thing um, I think what some people are forgetting though and I've, I've raised it earlier uh, not you Jay I think you, you you said it there anyway so not this isn't to you it's to other people that Colwell will contribute now like he is good enough and he does improve the side now. So he will actually make us better now. So it's not a case where he'll be a liability or a passenger for a season and then we're just developing him in the hope that next season he's good. So actually now I let him go because Ake, Ake or Kimpembe will make us better winners now. We can win stuff now with um, with Colwell there. We can get, I don't know what the aims are for next season, but top four, blah, blah, blah. We can do all that stuff with Colwell there. He will contribute. Like He's good enough yeah. to contribute. He's not, he's not going to be a liability or a passenger. So one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think you said that as well. So it's like you don't need to. It's not even just about the development. It's about that to an extent. I, he's not going to be as as good immediately as like Rudiger was last eighteen months. You know, probably not. But neither is Ake. Ake ain't going to be as good as Rudiger. I, uh, I think. By the way, I, I don't mind Ake level... as a signing, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, I don't know if the. I think what I, what I personally would want the club to do would be sign one of Ake and Kimpembe, yeah, and then have Kogel. Yeah, exactly. Because I think the eleven, I think where where it also is a bit mad is that um, for for even Kolobali and um, Kimpembe, even though we all, we obviously know Kolobali's a, a fantastic signing, a great player, yeah. Um, but but it's still new territory. So so acting like Levi Cole is coming into something completely different to what these guys are coming into. No, they're not. It's, everybody's coming into the same territory. Like in terms of, it's going to be different for everybody. It's going to be different for. Kimpembe is going to be different for um, Kulabali and it's also going to be different for Kolo. So like in terms of where they're starting from, 
in terms of like coming into the league, they're kind of all starting from the same point. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. from then onwards, it's just about application and, 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 you know, how good you are as a player. But that I think that's what fans are struggling with at the moment is that Cole will, in terms of his ability, like, oh, I watched so many games with him last season. And I, people laughed at me when I said, oh, like, I don't care when Rudiger goes. But the thing is with me, I don't forget. See, people like to do this thing where 15 months of, of elite performances and all of a sudden this guy's world-class or he's an elite centre-back. I'll, I'll tell you this from now. Rudiger didn't have more ability. You don't, you don't have more ability that already than Koulibaly. I'll take that for free. Yeah, most people, Most that. people should know that. And and secondly, I can tell you from now, Levi Cole was a better passer of the ball than Rudiger. And people will go, oh, how can you say that? He's 19. Bro, you've either got it or you don't. Like, mm-hmm. Levi Cole has got it. 100%. Simple as that. Like, uh, you go watch him. Go watch him. Go see for yourself. Like, exactly. I'm not even chatting shit. Like, he, in, in terms of distribution of the ball, pinging 70 yarders, 60 yarders from one side of the pitch to another, he's a kid that can do it from now. No problem. No issues. And you don't have to check on his right foot either. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't matter like, what league you're in. It doesn't matter it doesn't what league you're in. Yeah, the pitch, the pitch yeah. and the players are all in the same place, mate. The pitch yep, is the same yep. size. You can this spray a 70 yard <laughs> diagonal. It doesn't matter if you did it for Chelsea or Huddersfield. This mate. is what I'm it's saying. It's the same size. People will be like, oh, yeah, the tempo is a bit quicker. And yeah, yeah, of course it is. The tempo is a bit quicker and, and people are going to be a little bit more physical. But this kid is, he, he's, I'd, I'd get it if we're talking about an average guy, but this kid is like, he knows this, man. Like, he knows that he knows what he's coming into. Like, and yeah, he's going to struggle with with some 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 teams, do you know what I mean? Like, that are, that are way more physical than, than what are in the championship. But I also think that the championship is a little bit disrespected. Like, people will say, oh, Elise isn't ready. Mate, no, he's, he's probably he's, one of the better wingers in the league right now. But people say to you, oh, but he's 19. Oh, but he come from Championship, you know, he was doing it here and there. Like, bro, like, just go watch the kid. You you told us Sancho was ready. You told us Sancho was ready. Yeah, you know I, I, the world, I, I, the world I'm, told I'm a firm Sancho believer of Championship is yeah, the best test of Premier League readiness. This, like, it's way this, better this is than, what I mean. than Bundesliga and that. Like, look at, this like, for example, I mean. someone like... Um, you say Elise there, let's use Elise as an example, compare him to a few of the big winger signings in the Premier League the last couple of years. Nicolas Pepe, Elise is better than him. And the matter thing is, the argument isn't even to say, like, oh, this person's better than this person. It's just that when people try to do this thing of the, you know, the gap, like the, 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 when they're trying to measure the gap in quality, it's like, no, it's not there. Because if we can say that some of these guys are already better than some of the guys that are in the league, that have been here for two, three seasons, then clearly yeah. the gap isn't that big, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like especially for the players that are deemed special players or players with massive massive potential, and that's where the frustration comes in because you're scared to give somebody a chance based on what is it is it based on the disrespect of the championship, or is it or is it just based on the disrespect of like I don't know like the fact that he's he's a 19 year old, do you know what I mean? And and I think yeah. that's where that's where Chelsea as a club need to start finding the balance because we did that with Musiala, and we, and and look now. Do you know what I mean? So, so like we we do it with a lot of players. Like there's just a few. Like and it's embarrassing as a Chelsea fan to even go through the names. So I'm not even going to bother doing it. But like we we definitely need to just find a balance. And I think Todd will do this in the future. I think he we we as fans have been a bit unlucky with Todd coming in now um, because he hasn't had a, actually had a chance to sit down and look at this poor track record that we've got with our youth. Um, so to 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 change it, like we would have loved it to change straight away with Cole or staying. But I think it's a bit too soon because he hasn't even got his guys in. He hasn't had a chance to really look at the, the terrible business that we've done over the years. Like This is something that I think Todd would sit down with the club and, and try and focus on as well because he does like young talent from, from when I've read about his, his working with LA Dodgers and that. Like He likes up, up like young and up, upcoming talent in it. So I think 
it, it's going to hurt if we do lose him, if we do lose Coral. But we got to hope that you know it does kind of turn around from here when with with him in charge with and with like a lot of the the guys that he maybe brings in and kind of analyzes the situation because. Honestly, this is going to be my last words in the car. I've got to go about that. <laughs> it's it's going to be a proper dagger for me like, if we lose if we lose Kobo. Because, um, yeah, it's not that I think Kempembe and Ake are going to be bad, by the way, because I, I really do believe in, in Tuchel's um, coaching and his ways. I think I think he's just got this knack of getting the best out of, especially like the, the more defensive players and the, the, the guys that really put their all in and work hard. I think Tuchel really works well, works well with those kind of players. And he's good at kind of getting them to, to understand the structure and and yeah. that's where I think the, the players get better. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. Cole for me, you see my tweets. A lot of people see my tweets about Cole. I, I've probably spoken so much about him this summer. Um, I know you, some of you guys have as well. But like, yeah, it will be it will be a bit crazy for me. But um, I'll still be in, be able to enjoy. I mean, we're making some good signings, so it's looking it's looking all right for the season. But yeah, hopefully stays in it. Yeah, but thanks for having me on, guys. Anyway. Yeah, Jay, thanks for coming on, mate. Go watch Love Island. I know that's where you're going. That's where we'll be going. <laughs> no, that's where we're, no. so we're going in six, seven minutes as well. So no, everybody, no. everybody wants to get in, you got five, six minutes. To I've got to go, go put my little boy down and try relax. Yeah, and then watch Love Island on ITV too. We'll do a space <laughs> for that, about that afterwards. Harry, you want to speak, I think? Yeah, I was just going to say sort of one, one last point on this. And it's like, we those of us that sort of want to see the integra- integration sorry of uh, of the young players and the the academy utilized properly it's not that we necessarily want a whole 11 of 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 academy graduates you what the 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 difference being with with someone like Levi Colwell is that he's got attributes that Jay alluded to them where it's it's stand out from anyone else of his age group and he stands out amongst players that are much older than him uh, and where it was sort of on the, you know, he can ping a ball 70 yards, two feet into space, in behind, you know, switch the play. These are things that are so uh, pivotal, you know, they're, they're crucial in the, in, in the modern game. And you see it when you look at the, the, the stats. We're one of the worst uh, teams in the league for switching the play because we don't have the players that can do it. When you look at Man City and Liverpool, they are the two best. They excel at it. And it's where so many of their goals come from is switching the play long, going in behind, um, even after they do things like play so high up the pitch usually uh, and dominate the space and the ball. And and that's where having someone like Levi who has those attributes already, because as Jay said, you either have it or you don't. You can't teach yourself how to play a 70-yard pass. I, I, I don't think personally, you, you very rarely see anyone improve on it. You know, it, it is an inherent ability or not. Yeah. And this is where it just seems like such a weird thing to waste. Um, you know, so so so, so that, that's sort of, you know, where I am at with it. You know, it'd be, it'd be wrong to waste a, a special talent like that. Yeah, 100, 100%, 100% agree. And, and like I said as well, when Joe was chatting, it doesn't, the whole league thing doesn't really matter whether you've got the ability, the pitch is the same size, the goals are the same size. The, defend, the other players on the team are all grown men. So if you can, you know, play a pass or whatever, then you can do that on any pitch, in my opinion, anyway. Um, Parry, we'll just move on a little bit because the last few minutes, well, the last five minutes or so of the pod, thanks everybody else for speaking, there potentially will still be some more. Um, I think you put a tweet from Ornstein in here a minute ago. Mm-hmm. That scene. Uh, so, Martin's gone. Martin's gone on vote um, to burn in the championship, which I think people have forgotten as well. They're in the championship now, no longer the Prem. Um, I'm surprised Boris didn't sign him. They need a left back. Do they? 
Yeah. He ain't got one. He, he, uh, did, he, he did have a lot of prime interest. He did have a lot of prime interest, and I'm guessing Forrest was one of them. Max Lowe um, was only on loan and he was injury prone, so they're not going to sign him. And they, they, right. they play wing backs, they play three at the back with wing backs. Mm. Um, and they played Jack Cole back there because no one was fit. Uh, so I'm quite surprised. Unless they could only look at, unless it was only a loan thing. And I don't know if they yeah. get him on loan because they've already got a few Premier League loans, so it might have been that. But, um, so yeah, interesting he's gone to Burnley. Maybe companies gone into a project. Yeah. That I was think... quite obvious he's not gone to LA that he was going to, so he was going to go. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a decent move for him. Um, yeah. And I think yeah he was in, yeah he was in the championship last season so maybe some people like and especially with prem interest why didn't he go there but I think I think another season in that because it's not like he was he was very good in Coventry but like at times he was being played in different roles and sort of like he played an attack I remember his debut goal was when he started at right wing and he's a left back um so it's sort of like hopefully he can cement like a load of games at left back he can learn under I mean company's a legend of the game he can hopefully Burnley are sort of changing their style of play and stuff so I I, re- I really I really think it's actually a, a good move and I, I can't think off the top of my head much competition as in I can't think of an outstanding left back who's going to be ahead of him so Hopefully, uh, Charlie Taylor's there left back. He'll start for Burnley. Is Taylor is Taylor still there? I think so. Yeah. Ooh, you think of Nathan Collins? He's just gone Wolves, but he's a centre back. Right, right. Yeah, no, Taylor. Taylor. I think Charlie Taylor's right. left back there. Yeah, yeah. but he, yeah, he, he's yeah. all right. But yeah, Martin will start ahead of him. Yeah. Okay then. Um, so that that should be interesting. Um, but I think on that note as well, it is probably time to wrap it up. There are there are a couple. There were a couple people who requested before. And who have now. Um, so I, I, we will be doing a space, I'm, I'm guessing, soon again. And this will be going up as a podcast. So do listen to that. You know where to find us um, on our social medias, here on Twitter. Go and give us a review on Spotify and iTunes. You know, it helps us grow a lot. And if you if you do enjoy the sort of thing, um, do let us know. Tag us, speak to us in the DMs. We'll, we, we're always responding. And hopefully, Levi doesn't leave. I, I still... I've got a gut feeling thinking that he will actually stay. And these these reports are a bit premature. But you never know. I saw Secret Scout earlier saying he's looking likely to leave as well. Um, So who knows? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. This will be going as a positive. People can listen to it. We will do one in a short near future as well with... um... Like talking about Sterling, Kudabali, some positive stuff like that. This is a bit of a negative one. Um, But yeah, also... Uh, thanks to people listening to this as a pod and also thanks to people who are live who have sent stuff in and also spoke but even then it, even if you want to come on an actual pod that's not a space uh, someone like, like I mean like Harry like yourself or, or Peter Sarah obviously you've been on a bit with us before obviously we get Orlando and people like that on as well who's not in here uh, Jay, Jay I think Jay's been on or maybe that was on a different pod with us but um yeah, like Harry, so on. If, if anyone wants to come on the actual podcast at some point we can arrange recording it we, we always need um, people to do that because our schedules don't line up for them. We like to do it with three people. So Harry, um, you know, you can DM us or Parry or Orlando or me or whatever, and we can look at arrange that for the future. We'll chat about Sterling Koulibaly and stuff. But other than that, everyone else, thanks for listening, thanks for contributing, and we'll see you in the future. Nice one. See you, lads. Have a good one.